what I want more out of this is just to like really show people like no matter what you can reach your goals and dreams like oh, yeah. no matter what hardships no matter what obstacles no matter what pain like you really can get there you can it's get achievable. there yeah it's, achievable. it's nothing nothing is impossible like yeah. you are your own worst enemy like mm -hmm. you you are the only thing that will stop yourself welcome to the fuel hunt show what's going on eagles i'm joey welcome to the fuel hunt show typically I introduced my cousin and co-founder to my left, but today is a special day, it's a little different. I'm gonna to start to my right, because we have a guest. So you don't have to listen to me talk all the time. We have that's somebody it. else that's gonna be speaking. Finally I can hear someone else's story. <laughs> <laughs> today we have uh, with us Pro Grappler, Yep. right? Mm -hmm. I like to think of you as all around badass, Amanda Mazza. Um, no uh, stranger to HQ. Mm -mm. You've been here many times before, um, but welcome to the Fuel Hunt Show. First time where uh, there's a video, probably, camera. Usually you're behind the lens, you know, doing some uh, photo shoots and things like that when you're not training. Right? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're happy to have you. You're our first guest. This awesome. is Awesome. Yeah. Thank this you for having me. We got a plaque, right? We got uh, we're going to do plaques, <laughs> I think. Yeah, okay. we'll, do so we'll do something. We'll, we'll, we'll do something. We'll do something for awesome. sure. So... Um, where should we start? I have so many questions. Yeah, yeah. Let me start by saying this. Uh, a few months ago, we did an episode of Stories of the Few with, with you, right? Yep. Um, that we published to YouTube. I sent an email out when that Stories of the Few dropped. Did you get that email? Yes, I did. Okay. I screenshotted it and then saved it. That's <laughs> uh. something I honestly like. You know, like I said before, like that was one of the first times I really kind of came out about it. And of course, like there's a lot more details that I've kept away but that email like you know it's kind of it's just like reassurance of like it's a it's good that i did this it's good that i'm starting to talk about it you mm -hmm. know because it's not something i've talked about for a really long time yeah your your story will definitely strengthen others you know so i agree with you it's really important i asked about the email because that email now is just is now an award-winning email what? so i didn't tell you this but you were you were featured in a magazine this month what yeah. Yeah. So yeah. i'll show it to, I, I think i have it with me but i'll show you the, the yeah. email was in there oh wow it's not That's about awesome. that though i was just kind of giving myself <laughs> out of back what it is about is how i opened that email and mm -hmm. i opened the email i said that um let me think of the exact words have have you ever um Oh, man, I don't want to. I, I want to. I want to think of the exact words. Have you ever met someone and knew that they were just different? Right. That's how I opened it up. I said, sometimes you see it in their eyes. Uh, sometimes you can feel it when you stand with them, or you can hear it in the way that they speak. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I felt when I first met you here. Mm -hmm. You came through with Eddie. I don't yep. know if you remember that. Yep. You came through with Eddie and cop some gear and things like that. But us? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Being in your presence, I knew that you were just different. I could feel your energy. I could feel that more than likely you had gone through some things and came out better on the other end. And like I said, more badass oh, yeah. on the other end of, of those things. Yeah. I truly meant um, what I said in the email. I have a gift of feeling that type of energy from people, I believe. Hasn't been confirmed, but I believe yeah. it. Um, that stories of the few was was very powerful. Um, we can get into that a little bit. I, I I really want all the eagles watching to know how you got started on your journey with jujitsu, and I feel like that is probably a piece of the story, right? Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, why don't you tell the eagles that that are watching and listening uh, a little bit about why you started jujitsu and that story? 
Um, so basically, really long story short, you know, I, I had a really rough upbringing, childhood and everything. Um, come from a very like broken home. Hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But you know what? Like I said, it really made me who I am, you know, and I, I, unfortunately, I grew up at a young age. Um, it was really hard to figure it out, especially so young, 12 years old, you know, like in my last podcast, everything I was 12. So I had to figure it out young. I was always a scrappy little girl, yeah. <laughs> always tough on the playgrounds. You know, I had an older brother, but my older brother, he's um, autistic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when people picked on him, they're picking on me. So I was ready to fight always, sure. you know. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, fast forward to things when I was 19, that situation had happened to me. And really, like, I, I was already boxing and everything because, again, like, I had some other situations happen young, younger, you know, with um, I was working in Atlantic City. I almost got mugged in a parking garage. Like, sure. like crazy things. Like, of course. And that's before. That's before this. Yeah. Before that incident. So you had already been. Yeah. So you weren't, you weren't grappling. I wasn't grappling yet. I was striking. Yet. I was striking. Mm -hmm. And then um, after that, like, I was, I was just basically doing more boxing and a little bit of kickboxing here and there, but more sure. like just strictly boxing. So um, after that, you know, um, that situation happened and, you know, I really thought I was going to die. Honestly, yeah. I, I didn't think I was going to live and I know in the call, I know where to go. I had nothing. Yep. Um, you know, it, don't mean to get emotional, but it, it was really scary. It was like the scariest time in my life. And yeah. honestly, like the fact that I made out of that, I'm like, I can get through anything and nothing and nobody will ever break me. So, mm -hmm. you know, and after that, I, I joined an MMA gym. Yep. Um, I met some people out because I was living in Atlantic City and they're like, oh, come learn MMA. So I started learning MMA and they didn't do strictly jujitsu. It was like, um, you know, kickboxing, so boxing. you were already kind of familiar like with grappling, that. but like yeah. not like full jujitsu. So it was like getting into submissions and oh, okay. stuff like that. So I was doing that. And I was like, you know, what? I want to fight MMA. So they're like, well, you want to do that. You know, you're learning the striking, the kickboxing. Let's get you into jujitsu. And I was like, all right, let's go for it yeah. and right away my first gym um, was more of like a self-defense gym down by Atlantic City area mm -hmm. um, I was the only girl only girl yeah. and I'm a small girl as we know so um, you're scrap, you're scrappy. oh I'm scrappy <laughs> I was in there every day morning classes night classes I also was working like four jobs at the time too um, yeah. I was really off the grid too at this point I was very like kind of trying to build myself my confidence everything back up because that broke me so badly that like I really just didn't know who I was and I just didn't know how to trust people mm -hmm. after that because like again this was somebody that I really trusted and loved and cared about sure. and it it just it's crazy how like it was years of trust and love right to that gone yeah. and just like ready to and me and my life that fast. So after that with grappling and everything, you know, I find my, found myself it was hard at first especially in jiu-jitsu and again being the only girl in the gym it was a little tough like mm -hmm. um being in certain positions and stuff because yep. it was just kind of like obviously we have trauma and those trigger points mm -hmm. like trigger. you know i wouldn't freak out or anything but like i would leave practice i wouldn't show it because i'm somebody like one thing my dad my dad's a real italian he's like a joe pesci honestly you guys know yeah. that. that's my father um his saying was always never let him see you sweat so like even in there in times that i would feel like uncomfortable and like panic I, you wouldn't know it you wouldn't yeah. know but the second i would leave those practices and get in my car i would i would break down yeah. i would cry like i would feel pain like i just like wouldn't be able to have words for these things but you know what i would go back and show up the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day yep. and i just kept going and honestly once i started learning more and getting better i just felt more and more and more powerful and i was starting to feel like myself again yeah
building yeah. yourself back yeah. up. Mm-hmm. You hit on you hit on so many things. We don't have to dive into, you know, that event specifically in detail um, if you don't um, if you don't want to. But to 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 give everybody that's watching and listening just an idea of what you're referring to at 19, uh, you were with somebody that you trusted and uh, loved at the time, someone that you felt safe with, Mm -hmm. that person um, took you far away from any type of civilization, miles into a blueberry Blueberry fields, fields, farms. For some reason, that person snapped, broke your ribs, broke your wrist. Mm -hmm. But my ribs, my wrist cut to my face yeah. like almost almost knocked my teeth out but thank right. god he did which it, is but still. despicable yeah. terrible yep. but then it got worse what happened was you were basically ejected from the vehicle and left there yep and you sat there in the freezing cold in the snow thinking to yourself how could someone do this to me and then leave me it's impossible mm-hmm. that person will be back eventually mm-hmm. to pick me back up and then i can get to somewhere where i can get some help well the person never came back. So then you were forced to walk, walk, walk. miles, four or five miles. Four miles. How far were you? Four the- miles, four miles. Because honestly, like once I got to the hospital and they were like, where were you? And I told them what blueberry field um, I was at. They're like, that's four miles from here. Like, I didn't even know. I couldn't track it. I, I had no idea. I just okay. wasn't stopping. No phone, no jacket. Nothing. 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 I had my Converse on and it was a snowstorm and it was literally like middle of the night, middle yeah. of the night, dark out there because there's like, no street time? lights. God, I would say it's probably well, when we got out there it was like one. By the time I got to the hospital, it was probably like four thirty, almost oh five a.m. because it started getting light out. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was so a, tra- a traumatic experience to say the least, like physically and mentally traumatic. And it sounds mm-hmm. like, and again, we don't have to get into it, but it sounds like that wasn't the first one. There may have been some things, you know, before that that uh, could have been equally as as traumatizing. And I think. In these instances, it's very, very difficult to have the strength to do what you did, which is come out the other side stronger and more skilled as as an example, right, for not just our community, but for society as a whole. Absolutely. What is interesting now that you mentioned um, that you would get into your car after practice some nights and, like, cry, like, that, from my research on it it might be emotional release right Mm -hmm. like jujitsu is for a lot of people like no matter the day they're having or what they've been through they come to the mats and they they leave it all out there and and they feel better like yeah and it sounds like that's what you did over a long period of time you maybe release those emotions and heal for lack of a better word helped heal your trauma um Mm -hmm. through jujitsu which is cool yeah i mean it it's like you take the step to do something uncomfortable to heal yourself and not only heal yourself, but also feel safe, right? Yeah. Uh, to a degree that you could defend yourself. Yep. So not only, heal, and then you're hit with another challenge immediately. Like you're the only woman there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was definitely a challenge too, especially again, like they didn't really, you know, this was like before jujitsu was pretty big. So yeah. this, they were just like, and I'm like, Hey, I want to come in here. I want to fight MMA. They're like, Okay, relax, little girl. Like, <laughs> right. And, you know, at that point, it's kind of like, all right, you know what? You don't want to take me seriously. That's fine. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a sayer. I'm a doer. Like, I've yeah. always been that way. Like, all right, just watch me. Like, you don't gotta blame me. Just watch me. Like, I'm so big on actions, speak louder than words. And I've been that way since I was a kid. Like, 
like I know, like I'm a born leader. Like yeah. I've always been, I've never followed the crowd. You know, that was always who I am. Uh -huh. um, even being bullied young and stuff, but like, even in the room, I'm like, all right, like they don't want to take me seriously. Like five questions, they kind of like would brush me off a little bit. That's mm -hmm. fine. I would be in there. I would show up. You know, I got, was getting better and better and better. Four months in the training, I went and did my first competition by myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, okay. and I just kept competing. Jiu-jitsu. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I wanted to fight MMA and everything. Um, obviously, like I wanted to make sure like my grappling was down. So I, I think I've done, I can't even tell you how many competitions I've done from white to blue. And now, now I'm purple. Yep. Um, God, I've done so many. Gi, no gi, I've traveled for them, everything. But, you know. Yeah, um, not just, uh, so, well, not just on the national stage. Yeah. Right? So you got some international stuff coming yes, up, I do. right? Which yes, we'll, I do. Which we'll talk about. But there, how, how critical do you think it was? You said you've always been about action, right? Actions over words. You, mm -hmm. you know, you're a doer. You know, not a sayer. Like, how critical was that in the journey? I feel like it had to be huge. Oh, huge. Because, again, like, uh, you know, a lot of people like including my own parents, unfortunately, like they, so many false promises were fed to me constantly, you know, and their actions never followed their words. And I knew yeah. how bad that hurt me constantly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they, they, they're good people, but they were not, they were not the best parents, you yeah. know, at all. And, and it's sad now that I'm 28 years old and now they apologize for it. Yeah. But it's like, not that I, I forgive them. Don't get me wrong. I forgive mm. them. It is what it is. And, you know, again, like I'm grateful because it all made me who I am. And I really like who I am. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it was, it was super critical because honestly, like, you know, people could say things to me and I just would be like, mm, okay. Like, and then it sucks because like I wanted to believe them, but I couldn't. So then now I'm like, all right, well, I know how that feels. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like that. Like sure. I, everything, like I went through, like everything from childhood to, you know, teenager, like all that, honestly, like everything was like, all right, I knew how I felt with that, with that, I'm not going to let my, I'm not going to be like that. Yeah. I learned from my parents what not to do. So they led by example for what, for me, what not to do. I and think like, I, that's, I think that's like what I felt when I said, you know, when I stood next to you and talked to you that I could just feel you were different. I think that's what I felt, the fact that you you had experienced things in your life that made you this way, like, mm -hmm. a, like a, a simple way of saying it, like you're choosing a different path than what you experienced. Yeah. Like I could, I could feel it, it was palpable. The, so the, the other thing, you know, not letting them see you sweat. I think that, that that's amazing, by the way. And mm -hmm. even though I don't look it, like my uh, roots are Italian, so yeah. I appreciate it. A good Joe <laughs> yeah. Pesci dad, you know what I mean? Um, I think that that also, it's a very action-oriented. Yep. You know what I mean? It's it's the, the seeing. Like, they're watching you do something. They're yeah. not listening. They're seeing. They're watching you do something. Yep. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some... Uh, you know, with the sweating, obviously there's plenty of sweating. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> but, for uh, sure. But the sweating that you're referring to is like a lack of confidence or conviction yep. in what you're doing, the actions that you're taking. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So you, you hit on like a, a lot of uh, different things there. One other thing that I want to talk about too, a challenge. Jiu-jitsu is very... Uh, Intimate isn't the right way, isn't the right word for it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it right? kind of is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. So you're, you're coming from a horribly traumatic experience that involved fighting, right? Injury, the same actions that now you are honing and learning and the skills that you're learning to live your dream, yeah. right? There's, oh, yeah. it, there's 
so much irony in that. And I can only imagine how difficult it was. First of all, you didn't have the support in the gym when you Mm -mm. first started. Nope. And the other thing too is the people in that gym probably didn't realize why you were there, that it had to do with that incident. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it seems like challenge after challenge after challenge was put in front of you. Yeah. And you just literally kept going. Yep. Like there was no other option. You were just going to keep plowing through all yeah. of the challenges. I only know one way and it's forward always. Like always. Mm-hmm. I don't I never felt sorry for myself. I'm not gonna and I excuses like I am not a fan of excuses. I am yeah. not a fan of excuses. You're in good company. Yeah, yeah. I am not a fan. Um, I used to be a police officer. So like one thing that we learned in academy was like excuses. And we had a whole saying every time like you'd come up with an excuse, you'd have to stand there information and be like, excuses are tools of the incompetent. And it was like a whole thing. <laughs> I love so that. like, I oh, like it's that. a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I like that. Um, You're yeah, to share I, that I hear that us. in my sleep. It's kind of, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, here at <laughs> yeah. oh, excuses are tools of the incompetent. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a real thing and honestly like I've never came up with excuses because honestly if anyone could have excuses it's definitely me especially like like I said like that was just one battle like I really Mm -hmm. I like you know again I don't feel sorry for myself but like if I, that's why when people like come to me and they're like, you don't understand. I'm like, no, I do understand. Yeah. You have oh, no yeah. idea. I understand. They're like, oh, I went through this, this, this. I'm like, hey, you're preaching to the choir. We mm-hmm. all got our, we all got yep. our shit. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I survived the snowstorm. I almost died of hypothermia. You, you could get through cutting these three pounds if you need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I don't sure. know. I just excuses. Like we, just like we always say, like we make time for the things that we want. Like mm-hmm. we go after what we want. Like mm-hmm. no matter what obstacles, because anyone that understands obstacles, it's me because I've had financial obstacles. I've had like physical obstacles. I've had it all. So yeah. it's like, you know, I, I want this for my life with grappling. Like I'm trying to make it to the top, top, top level. Like that's my dream. Like yeah. I've made a lot of sacrifices for it. And, you know, I'm not going to not let myself get there. I know I'm going to get there. Yep. And, you know, like I've always say like my life has been so bumpy and hard and stuff because I'm not meant for an average life and I'm yeah. not going to have one. And honestly, what I've done in one year compared to where I'm going to be in three years, oh yeah. my God. I know. Like I'm- There's I'm, that conviction. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love that about you. Yeah. Like it's not, there's a lot of people that hype themselves up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They'll hype themselves up and they'll say, well, yeah, I'm, get, I'm, I'm going to the top. Like, you know, it's the only option and all this other stuff. But like- when you say it, it is so palpable that you believe it. Like mm-hmm. to your core, you are so convicted. And the crazy part is like you're just rewiring your mind every like you can't lose because you literally don't even know what losing means in your mm-hmm. mind. Like you're like, it's not even an option in here. Like when you're going yep. through your mind of how this could plan out, like that you don't even see that. So realistically it's not even gonna happen. Yep. Yeah. You uh, you have every excuse to identify as a victim. Mm-hmm. Every single excuse. Yeah. And because you were. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I hesitate to even, I, I can't say are because it's yeah, not, no. you, you, in that moment, I feel like in that moment you were, but outside of that moment, you never have been. And I, that's a choice that you've yeah. made. Honestly, even through all of it, like I never felt bad for myself. Like mm-hmm. why me? Like I never mm-hmm. was like that, even young, young, young. Yeah. Like I never was like that. I was just like, okay, it is what it is. I'll make it work. I'll figure it out. Like mm-hmm. one thing about me, like, so fast forward like even you know going through all that and everything like I constantly worked I worked four jobs in Atlantic City at one time I was cocktail serving uh busing tables serving bartending everything young and you know I saved up so much money to buy my own house at 22 like 
it was so hard. There was yeah. it was hard, and like I hustled and I grinded and I grinded. And there were so many times where you would have that moment where I would cry in my car. Like yeah. my car is where I cry, and I would just like wipe my tears and be like, "I'll figure it out." Like yeah. I've never asked anybody for anything. Like, and that's something I'm still really learning. Um, mm -hmm. It's something really hard for me to do is ask anyone for anything. Like that's why when people do things for me, like you guys know, I'm always like, thank you. I really, really appreciate yeah. you guys. Like when I say those things, like I really mean it. Like yeah. I don't, I'll reach my hand out there for any to help anybody. But like for me to ask for help, it's hard because I've been let down so many times. But again, I don't feel sorry for myself for that. It's like, all right, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Like, you know, I pick myself up, I dust myself up. And I keep going, you yep. know. The, the gratitude is appreciated, though, because we do give, like we say, give a lot. So like, it is nice to feel yeah. like yeah, appreciated awesome. once in a while. But um, one thing I wanted to say, like, we're all going to experience adversity and pain in our lives, and there are people that take that pain and adversity and overcome and become great, and there are people that become victim. Mm -hmm. So like, kudos to you for choosing yep. the, the latter. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you you always you always make it a point when you when you express your gratitude you always make it a point to say like what you guys are doing like i feel to my core like not in those words but yeah. like everything that you guys do um is my life i embody like and it's it's the absolute mm -hmm. truth you know it's it's the absolute truth like i can't just from what i know and i know you know, a good bit, but I'm sure there's more that I don't know. I could go through the rules of the few and say, Amanda's a shining example of yeah. all of these, <laughs> like literally everything. The code of conduct of our community is basically your code of conduct, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's what I absolutely love about and, you. And that's what we're very selective with the people who we work with and choose athletes. We kind of like, left, we kind of left that out that we're, we're we, honored that you represent Fuel Hunt yeah. as an athlete, you know, and even more than that as a person. Because it's you're not wearing while our designs are great, you're not always wearing if you want for the dope designs or the the dope mm -hmm. uh, quality of gear that we provide. But like, what that eagle represents is, is is really what's important, and that's why we are so selective with who we choose to work with. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. grateful to be part of it. Honestly, like, you know, um, obviously, like, as I've been climbing this ladder with jujitsu, like, endorsements are something that we obviously need to support our journey mm -hmm. and everything like mm -hmm. that. So, like, once you guys wanted me to be exclusive with you like I was so thrilled and I was so honored and I was like if I could stand for any brand because like you know of course like anyone would just say yes to anything like mm -hmm. I even said that from day one when I was like I'm when I talked to Jay Regabuto my coach I was like hey like I want to make a career out of this how do I do so and he gave me you know like oh you're gonna start getting offers start marketing yourself this and that Mm -hmm. um, but I told him from day one I was like I'm not just gonna say yes to anybody yeah. like I know my worth like not that like okay, obviously like I'm a little fish in a big pond still, but like, I was like, I know my worth and I'm not just going to say yes to anybody. I'm not going to go with brands and teams that like I don't support, you know? And so for me to come with you guys, I'm just like, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Like, this is who I want to be, where I want to be and the people I want to be with. Like, I'm just like, I was so, so grateful and so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was just like, yeah, this, yeah. this company, this brand, like I, I, I stand behind this. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh yeah, I got to tag them because I'm, I'm exclusive with them. No, it's like, I stand for this. I believe in this. And this is, this is me and I love it and I support it. So I'm with I you guys. I so. appreciate that. I, I appreciate, appreciate you guys. I feel emotional on this. I hope you, I, <laughs> this, I, I, been, this day of, I guess it's been too much, too much of <laughs> other emotional roller Yeah, we've, too. we've, uh, we've done some, some other shows today. Uh, and, um, They've been uh, they've been emotional as well. I've kept it together. I haven't cried yet, so that's good. You almost um, lost me on that last one. Though. Almost lost me, uh, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm still standing. Uh, 
I, I hope you, you felt the, the belief um, coming from our side too, you know, in you. And uh, again, it all goes back to really that time when I met you and I just knew, I just, I just knew. Uh, it's just, uh, I have a gift, like I said, of, of feeling when people are different, uh, they're one of us. I think it's a, like the view on the fact, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you meet someone that should, you should be like connected to or, or yeah. sh- you should work with. Like, well, you know like, one of the few. When you yeah. meet them, you know. Yeah, yeah. you feel you know? it. That's you feel how, it. it just, that's just how it is. Like, leaders know a leader. Yeah. You know, people could say, I'm a leader, I'm an alpha, but like, hmm, like you could feel that energy. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, I've met a lot of people, especially on this journey, like that people are like, oh, I'm the best, I'm a leader, I'm this, I'm that. And yeah, it's a it's different, very, it's different very small percent that actually, you know, you know, you want to walk, you want to talk the talk, walk the walk, you yeah. know what I mean? And one, of my, one of my favorite quotes from uh, an OG of the space, Eric, the ET, Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. He said, everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do a beast do. Yeah. Yep. Like that, yeah. And that's the fucking truth. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody talks a big game. It goes back to you being action oriented, like action over words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's talk more action. Yeah. So you did mention that uh, you were an officer. Yeah. Right. For a little, yep. little bit of time. Right. So we're kind of jumping around in, in your story. Um, but you did mention like, you know, you've sacrificed, you've, you've sacrificed a lot of things to get to where you are in the sport. Um, but there are also like other like careers, like, you know, you're working in Atlantic city, but then you're an officer. Yep. Right. So when was that? So I went into law enforcement, um, 2020, 2020, um, for two years, resigned in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, not the best time. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of jumped into it, you know, the opportunity was presented to me. Um, I was trying to get into the military. That didn't really work out for me. A um, couple obstacles with that as well. Uh, I tried twice, took the test twice. The first time I took it, failed it by two points because yeah. math is not my strong suit. <laughs> and I haven't seen that stuff since high school. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty hard. And then after that, um, COVID started happening and stuff. So MEPS closed down. Yep. Um, so that was part of the reason. And then from there, um, uh, the opportunity presented itself. And I kind of was like, all right, like I'm 25. Like, um, I need to figure my life out. Like I need a career because I was bartending, serving, busting tables, everything. I was constantly so, working. Like I, I'm telling you, like yeah. summer down in Atlantic City, like you know Memorial oh, yeah. Day weekend, the Labor Day weekend. That's where you make your money. Mm-hmm. I was working like a dog. I, you know, honestly, that I would just save my money, save my money, save my money. Um, but what was your training like at that point? Oh, I would go during the day. Like I would work late and Atlantic City's not like a PA to where everything's closed yeah. at 2 a.m. Oh, Atlantic yeah. City, First. things are open until 24 hours. Yeah, like yeah, I worked yeah, at a 24 yeah, hour yeah. dive bar. One of my shifts was midnight to 9 a.m. And I was serving chicken wings, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, literally. But you know what? Like I would get done 9 a.m., take a nap, sleep till like 1130, go to noon class. Like Ooh. that's what I would do. Come home, nap, go to the next job, you know, get done that nap, go, go train in the morning. Yeah. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. Like, um, don't get me wrong. Like those uh, Starbucks, like little espresso things. Yeah, like that's what I lived off in five hour energies. Like yeah. not good, but I still ate good. I still like would get my yeah. workouts in. It wasn't easy. I didn't have time for anything, but work and training you know so like um it wasn't easy it was hard i was definitely wasn't like able to train and perform my best all the time because you know i was running on e constantly but at the same time you kept doing i kept doing it because you know what through something else that i had went through like you know i was very 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 poor and young like i was homeless at one point so i'm like i will never let myself yep couch surf be homeless and be this broke again ever ever so you know, then again, fast forward to law enforcement after working like a dog, I was like, I need stability. I need stability. Yeah. I don't want to work like a dog anymore. Let's go into law enforcement. Um, 
you know, and again, there's still challenges in life that I was dealing with, like with my father um, and some other stuff with my family. And that's never an easy thing to deal with. You know, um, one thing someone told me one time, you know, you could you pick your nose, you can pick your friends. Can't pick, pick, can't pick your family, yeah, yeah. you, can't pick <laughs> you your know? Family, so yeah. like, that's, I know that quote. I know that yeah, quote well. that's a very true statement. And, yeah. you know, despite yeah. everything, I'm, I was always there, but yeah, law enforcement was, it was hard, but the academy was a breeze because I was an athlete and, you know, when they're in your face screaming at your face and like, you, you know, we, like, I've been through worse. I'm like, okay, what you want me to do 200 pushups? Okay. Like, yeah. oh, I'm a little tiny like whatever they would call me rodent or something like weird i'm like okay like i honestly yeah. the academy was a breeze i actually won an award because <laughs> i was like yeah yeah i was like well, it doesn't surprise me but it's so good they called me mighty mouse they called uh, me mighty mouse i was fitting. the smallest kind of, in so information kind of like that. that's a fitting yeah, yeah. So, well information like you know we would have to like do drill in the morning and march and everything yeah, yeah. and yeah. i was always in the back because i was the shortest because yeah. it goes tallest to shortest yeah. and then i would call all the cadences because i was the loudest so uh, i got a leader Leadership award in the police academy. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So validates the, the fact that you always knew you were a leader. Yep. You know? Yep. And Validation they knew that even when I graduated, they, they, they still, my sergeants and everybody, they still reach out to me and they're like, cool. yo, we see what you're doing. And honestly, we think you're on the right path. When I told yeah. them, reached out to them to let them know um, I was quitting, especially my drill instructor, um, they were like, yeah, I think you're making the right choice. Yeah. Like you're too good to be doing that. I'm like, wow, thank you. Like I support the job, it's a great job, but honestly, yeah. it just wasn't for me. It's not your vision for your life. It wasn't for me, no, no, it's it's amazing. And honestly, kudos to all of them and it's great. And I support police always, mm -hmm. but like it Absolutely. just, it just was not, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't It just didn't vision. feel right. It didn't feel right. It just, you know, I grew up in a very negative, life household everything so like to keep being around negative knowing i can't put into what i want because i you know there's rules and sure. things you have to follow it sure. just kind of was like wow like you know this can't be as rewarding as i wanted it to be yeah there's different levels of uh of freedom right if you're a dan kennedy fan there's freedom of time freedom of money yep. freedom of relationships there's freedom of purpose yeah and i think that's what you're describing like you know you could we're not free to take the action that you wanted to to help in the ways that you wanted to to fulfill like your purpose yeah you know so i i get that there were um so when did so so you leave the academy right when did or you leave uh law enforcement when did competition start like when did you start oh, competing? i started competing before i even was in law enforcement okay, yeah okay. i competed while i was in law enforcement i competed while i was in the police academy okay um i actually it's pretty funny because uh, i was a blue belt when i already at this point when i joined uh i mean when i was in um, the police academy sure. and you know when you're in the police academy you can't really have social media you mm -hmm. have to be super low-key you have to do you know they they monitor mm -hmm. your yep. stuff mm -hmm. like we started the police academy there was maybe 79 people that started when i graduated it was 46 of us wow. yeah. because people couldn't take the hazing yeah, yeah, yeah. people couldn't take the the, the running the push-ups and like it, there was a lot I, I it was hard you can't handle that in the academy and then you're not gonna be able yeah to the street, like don't so. get me wrong it's hard because they ride you hard and they, they the yeah of yeah. course like it's like boot camp basically it's yeah. not an easy thing you know mm -hmm. if you're not bringing what they want to see you eating for lunch nobody can eat like yeah it's a long day of just hell like yeah. honestly like it sucks um, but like I said, I competed one weekend and I won first place. It was awesome. It was a blue belt tournament in Pittman, New Jersey. Um, and I went and did it by myself, had no coach, nothing. Um, and we went and did it. And my drill instructor brought me up in the front of the, uh, class and was like, recruit Mazza. And I'm like, 
shit, what did I do? And they're like, what did you do this again? I'm like, sir, nothing, sir. Like, you know, and they're like, what color is your badge? And uh, my badge was yellow and black or gold and black. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yellow, sir, sir, yellow, sir. And he's like, what are you? effing colorblind I'm like, ah. I'm like he's like, like what, color? Like, yeah, what color is your badge and I'm like sir yellow sir and then he makes me get in like front leaning rest they call it which is push up position mm -hmm. and he keeps asking me and I'm like I don't know what he wants me to say yeah. and he's like stand up so I was like down there for three minutes holding a plank and if I dropped a little bit I was gonna beat my face doing push ups yeah. um, he's like I think your badge is gold and what else is gold and I'm like because I got a gold medal. Ah. So, and I was like, oh. And then after that, he, cool like, he bragged about it. And he was like, and he's like a scary Marine. Like, yeah. he's been, he's done like four tours. Like, he's insane. Mm -hmm. So like, when he yelled at us, you're like. Yep. So uh, he said, and everybody else, this little girl's out there competing, kicking people's butts. And here you guys are, can't even do this and that, whatever he was saying. Yeah. So then they all had the run. I'm like, oh, great. Like, Thank you, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Make us look bad, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> but that was um, cool. So as they're all running, he's like, you're awesome. And, and right there, I built a relationship with him. And I still have a relationship yeah. with him. Uh, yeah, Sergeant Lewis. Yeah. Again, was. again, like actions. You yep. know what I mean? Leading to action, yep. going out there. And I didn't say nothing. I didn't post nothing about mm -hmm. it. And he just knew. He found out somehow. I don't know how. But, like, he was like, how many matches did you have? And I had nine matches that weekend. Damn. And he was like, and, you won all, and yeah. I won all of them. Nice. Um, yeah, it was awesome. So that was really cool. But then was the, the flying arm bar in play then at that at that point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amanda God, did. yeah. Okay. So that was white belt, Amanda. Oh, yeah. You were white belt. It was early on. White yeah. belt. It's interesting that you were applauded for that because I used to train with a Philly cop and he actually like had to like secretly train jujitsu yeah. because he wasn't you're not oh, allowed to train real. as a I think that's been lifted yeah 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 but, but before they couldn't you weren't allowed to train yeah like, I mean Martinez like obviously Martinez is like huge law enforcement yep. community at Martinez obviously. yeah yeah and it's crazy like I mean you see all these videos online it's like Every cop should train jiu-jitsu. Like, that should be literally a part of your Oh, yeah. It's yeah. huge now. Like, it's huge now. Did you have, in the time that you were in law enforcement, did you have to use your jiu-jitsu um, to a point, to a, I will say, um, really use it? Like, actual? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a couple of situations. Um, not too, too many. I'm lucky. But, yeah. Especially, yeah. again, like, I'm a smaller girl. So, you know, you see me in uniform. People are like, oh, she's little. You know, mm -hmm. like I can sometimes be a target. Little, little yeah. do they know. Yeah. Oh, well, they found out. Yeah. yeah. They found they out. Like, I, I wish it didn't come <laughs> to that, but they found out. So, uh, yeah. you know, definitely got to applaud for that. Yeah. You know, I feel like the takedowns have to be a huge, a yeah. huge thing in law enforcement. Well, just even having control and holding people mm -hmm. and, you know what I mean? Like, that was more of the thing. Like, of true, course, true. Like, like being able to, just, uh, what do they call retain? Yeah. Okay, retain the, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was, yep. uh, that was different. But yeah. yeah. It was, it was interesting, you know, like I, I could, one thing I could say is, you know, I've, I, I've went that route, but at least I could say what I don't want to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I really respect it and it's a lesson learned and kudos to any, everybody that does that job. It's hard and sure. it's, you know, it was very hard bringing some of that stuff home, seeing some of the things mm -hmm. I would see, you know, yep. it, especially with children, like. It, it, it hurt seeing those things and knowing I couldn't take action. Yeah. I just was like, I can't, like, I can't go to yeah. bed knowing what I know and seeing what I see and being okay with it. That's, that was the hardest part yeah. of the job for me, honestly. Really. How much, how, how, how much could you compartmentalize? Because there's, I, I hear it over and over again in your story, not only did challenges present themselves, but challenges presented themselves that literally triggered 
memories of the traumas that you had gone through. So it's it's not just like you had to do something hard. Yeah. Like you had to do something hard that directly reminded you of something that you were still working to be better mm-hmm. or to overcome. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm, I imagine that they they live with you. They're your scars. But were you able, especially in law enforcement, to compartmentalize and say, like, I'm here to do, you know, to I have a duty to do a job to help those. And I can't let those thoughts and those memories come up in the moment. Yeah. Well, um, even when they did, it's just like my thing is like I would sometimes get in trouble because I was too nice to sometimes these people. But like, listen, I you get more of a honey than vinegar. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I knew how to talk to people, especially there was a time where I was like working in the civil court um, yeah. with children and stuff like mm-hmm. yep. ad- adoption, DIFIS, all that Dyfus, stuff. So yep. like sitting here and talking to these kids, like they really assigned me to that a lot because like they knew huh? I knew how to talk to these kids and we would get a lot more answers through me, sure. you know, and DIFIS would love me. They would like be like, oh yeah, come in, come talk to yeah. this kid, come talk to this kid. And like I knew cause I could relate, you yeah. know, and oh, I could relate and, that helped a lot of them. And like, you know, people were always be like, man, you should be a therapist. And I'm like, no, yeah. like, yeah. you know, like I'm there and I'll help anybody always. Like, that's one thing about me. I, 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 I am not, a, I'm a very selfless person. Like, but don't get it wrong. Like, don't take my kindness for weakness. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. a line, like you, you're not sure. walking all over me, but still sure. like with that, it just. So it actually, it actually that, you know, that pain was actually, again, power for you. Like you mm-hmm. helped them heal then yeah. it was probably therapeutic and helped heal you oh 100 well. yeah. it was that was the rewarding parts when i know i could at least just get some honest answers out of these kids that obviously didn't want to talk yeah. and stuff like that that i could sit there and tell them like hey like i i've been here yeah you know absolutely like, I, i've been in your shoes like i've and you for know, them, i've dealt with dyphus as a child myself i understand and you know for them mean? in that moment that's so important to hear yep so important here. yeah absolutely you know? that that really like as much as it broke my heart to see that and see you know, see them yep. like that, that hurt. But like, I, I, I would just, I would think about me being in those shoes cause I've been there yep. and I'm just like, Hey, listen, like, look where I am now. Look at me. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, and they would see that and it would give them hope. Like it would, they would write me letters. They would write uh-huh. me postcards, like all these cool things. Like, you know, and then sometimes they hated me. Some of the kids, they'd be like, oh, sh- shut up, shut up lady. Like <laughs> you don't yeah, know so, me. And okay. I'm like, all right, you know, like yeah. that's fine. You gotta imagine more good though than way more than good, that, definitely. Yeah. And that's why I even mentioned, like, you know, not just a such a strong example of who we are as the few for our community, but a strong example of who we are in society. Yeah, you know, because of in, of of examples just like that. Yeah, that that you mentioned. So we're, I mean, we're we're so honored to have you with us on the team. We really, we really are. We've we've covered a lot of ground, right? So let's like, I feel let's. Like- gone through on a journey I literally and I feel like it's only been a small piece I definitely want to write a book one day for sure you absolutely should you know I'm not 30 yet but I said like by the time I like reach my 30s uh that's definitely gonna be something because I think my story is just the 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 roller coaster it was like yeah you know it's just it really I hope it could help a lot of people and even with me with grappling and stuff like of course I want to be one of the best in the world Um, Mm -hmm. But honestly, what I want more out of this is just to like really show people like no matter what, you can reach your goals and dreams. Like no matter what hardships, no matter what obstacles, no matter what pain, like you really can get there. You can get there. It's achievable. Yeah. It's achievable. It's nothing. Nothing is impossible. Like you are your worst enemy. Like Mm -hmm. you you are the only thing that will stop yourself. Exactly. And you could have stopped yourself multiple times. Multiple times. But you chose not to. Nope. You chose not to. Let's talk about... um, 
Let's fast forward now to recent. Yeah. And let's talk about some of your recent competitions. Um, what is uh, maybe your, your I, I know the big one. Yeah. We'll talk about that one. Uh, have you competed since the Invitational, since the? Uh, yeah, Fury. Fury uh, a couple Fury, weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, Fury, the, so. uh, New Year, well, New Year's Eve weekend. Yeah, the mm-hmm. third, December 30th. Yep. Okay, so that's Fury Pro Grappling, right? Yep. In Philly. Before that, where were you? Uh, I was at the UFC Invitational in Las Vegas. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I remember when you broke the news to me about that and how excited you were. Oh, man. And over the moon. Uh, was that it? It was was that at Strong New York? I think it. Yeah. Yeah, it was at Strong. Uh, I think I no. told you prior. Uh, but, like, you did, we but it was a hot trust. Yeah, yeah and like, nobody knew about it besides like you guys. Like, don't tell anyone. You yeah, guys, yeah. Max, Over and text. my coaches. Yep. Yep. Screenshot. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then at uh, Strong New York at Kenny's event, we spoke about it mm-hmm. a little bit more. How did you um, How did you prepare? So let's get into the preparation a little bit, like competition prep, not necessarily the physical stuff we can talk about that the actual training but like mentally how did you prepare for that it's probably the biggest stage that you had been oh, on at the 100%, time right yeah mm-hmm. uh, mentally um honestly like the nerves for sure were keeping me up at night waking me up in the middle of the night more like it i have no problem falling asleep it's staying asleep waking up with that heart racing anxiety where i'm like oh my god oh my I'm god i'm an entrepreneur i get it yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. man that's constant yeah it's constant but honestly mentally like i would say I just really would just have these talks, like these self-talks a lot, like a lot. And then like one thing like Max said to me was, hey, Amanda, like, cause there was a time where I was like, oh my God, like why did they pick me? Like, I, I just keep picking, like what, what made them pick me? Like, I just wanna know, like what made them pick me? And Max is like, Amanda, you belong on that stage. Act like it. Well, and he, he said that and I just was like, you know what? You're right. Like there's yeah. a reason they picked me and you know what? I know why they picked me. And mm-hmm. I just kept t- telling myself like, I'm picked for a reason. I'm picked for a reason. They picked yeah. me for a reason. Like I belong on that stage. Act like it, act like yep. it. And even jo- uh, Jonathan said it, Jay said it, Max, them three, honestly, like my good practices, my bad practices, anything like th- I've, after every practice, they constantly had to talk with me. You know, because even if I had a great practice, they'd be like, yeah, like, you look good. Like, this is it. You know, they'd have these talks with me that just kept lifting me up and giving Mm -hmm. me that reassurance. Not that I needed it, but just like, it just kind of was like, all right, yeah, like, I'm thinking clearly and I'm thinking good. Sure. And that helped a lot. Um, So self-talk, talk talk from your team. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of talking, right? Talking you through it so that you could. You know what it was? They treated me like I was like the best grappler in the world. They talked to me like that. Like they treated me like like a, like a superhero. Like, you're so great. Like you did this super awesome. Like, you know, obviously they're hyping it a little bit more, but like the fact that they were acting like they were like my biggest fans, like, you uh-huh. know, it's like, you know, yeah. Maybe yeah, you're are. right. Yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> they're <laughs> awesome. They're all, like all this com- Max is Amanda's boyfriend over there too, right? Like we gotta get Max. So people, everyone yeah. knows who Max is, but yeah. it's it, cool how it ties into uh, the role of the field you are, who you hunt with. And that's, Mm-hmm. That applies to who you train with, who you spend your quality time with, your downtime with, or, or who you choose yes. to listen to, or even go through life with as your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your hus- mm-hmm. husband. Like, not many people have that support from their partner, the significant other, saying like, like, like that are on the field with you. Like, you know what? Like, you deserve, like, you deserve to be yep. here, and yeah. like, literally pushing you down the field in yep. life, like. So like shout out to Max for doing that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's he's in the summer. He would wake me up at five a.m. All right, time to go do sprints. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a morning person. Don't get me wrong, but like, Max is 
wrestled since he was three years old. So he's got that wrestling mindset. Mm -hmm. So he's a very, uh, anyone that knows him, he's a very elite person. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. he fits definitely the few, yeah, like yeah, he's one, one of them for sure. sure. He's a, uh, he has really taught me so much and just because he's he's been on some of the biggest stages as well like mm -hmm. he's been in some of the biggest rooms he's a division one drexel wrestler so and you know he's trained with some of the best in the world also yeah. so um he is definitely someone that has really reminded me who i am on the days that i you know sometimes i might lose sight of it a little bit because yeah. some days obviously you know are harder than others but you know what he is that person that has literally just snaps me right back into it I'm like mad. hey like he'll just literally give me a little poke on the chest like yo Yep. Remember who you, what are you doing? Yeah, step, like, out of it. step out of it. Yeah. Remember who you are. Like, step and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, you're right. Like, and it fires me up. And nobody pushes me on the mats like he does. Like, yeah. the, the amount of effort and time. Like, and I'm so lucky because, like, that's my boyfriend. He lives with me. But yeah. even before he was my boyfriend, he was my friend. And, like, mm -hmm. honestly, like, if everyone could have a max in their life, like, this kid is built different. Him, yeah. his brothers, like, they are just very different breed of people yeah. and I've never in my entire life and I've met a lot of people I've seen a lot of stuff I've never met people like the Livingstons yeah. honestly <laughs> honestly shout out to Livingston yeah shout the Livingston. Livingston I'm serious yeah oh. yeah oh my god oh yeah, man. All, on the show. all three of them oh <laughs> it's, man it sounds to me that um different found different yeah right oh yeah so I sense that you were built different it sounds like you found something that was also built different yep. you know what I mean and yep. you've come together to create something beautiful yeah so on the mental side of things it seems like you know you had that support system which yeah. is amazing even in the initial like I remember when we were initially talking about it when it was still hush hush you had a vibe about you that I it was more of a like can you believe they picked me type vibe? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which was a little out of character from what I knew of you because yeah. I was like, you're so convicted, you're so confident. Um, and I was like, well, this is a big stage. So of course there's, you know, the- I think it was more because like, you know, like jujitsu records and everything. Like I've lost a lot. Like, don't get me sure. wrong. I've lost a lot. I haven't won them all at all. Yeah. But like when I win, I win big, yeah. you know? And that's what kind of separates okay. me from a lot of people. Cause when I win, it's with style, you know? Yeah, like yeah, not yeah. that I'm going out there and like, oh, I want to do something crazy to get a highlight reel. Like that's just me. Like mm -hmm. even in the training room, my coach is just like, you do things that like, I I don't, don't even know what you're doing and you do it. I'm just like, all right, yeah, I mean, so that works. But I'm just like a wild, yeah. you know, they all call me. I have a couple of nicknames, Mazza Madness, Maniac Mazza, I like these. Mazza Airlines. I mean, the airlines. Yeah. Like I got so many nicknames because I'm just like, I just am like balls to the wall or nothing yeah. at all. It's, yeah. funny, it's funny you bring up the, the losing because like my a friend of mine, train partner, Eddie, um, lost at the Fumon Open this weekend. It was like one of his first like bigger uh, competitions. He was kind of like hanging his head last night over this loss. I'm like, dude, like, I don't know where we got off as a sport of MMA and Jiu Jitsu. Like, you can't, you like can't lose for some reason. But yep. Michael Jordan, the greatest, uh, one of the greatest athletes of all time, lost so many. Like, how, dude, he was do, cut from his high school basketball. Do you know how many times Michael Jordan lost like his, his record? No, yeah, because yeah. like you can like for some reason this sport like you can't like take a loss and just keep going. Like, yeah. yeah. I think and it's still become the life. best one day. Like it's literally. Well, I always say like, if we don't have losses, we don't appreciate our wins, you know, mm -hmm. like, and every time I've had a loss, like, you know, like I learn from it. Like I realize where I went wrong. I study that film, you know, like just like in life, you make a mistake, like, or have I felt 
losing or like anything like that hurt me before, like mm -hmm. I will never let myself feel that way again. Like mm -hmm. if I made that mistake, I'm not gonna make that mistake again. Like, mm -hmm. so with all my losses, I've always learned something. I've always learned something and guess what? No excuses, back to work, yep. back to work. Yep. Like honestly, like the highs and lows of it, like really make the sport that much more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like sure. it's, and it, they sound cliche when you say things like that. I know. Just like, <laughs> that, like you hear things and then and then you apply them to your life and it's like oh wow like this is actually like it's not cliche it's actual yeah yeah call. no it's real it's real nobody likes it it's like I posted yesterday though losses make bosses dude. yeah yeah losses uh, losses create more learnings than winning ever will absolutely so like if you're not losing you're not going to accelerate yeah. at the at the at the speed with which you really want to like yeah. it's it's a gate you have to pass through absolutely. it's like the way I look at it you know mm -hmm. so invitational. Didn't go the way you wanted it to. No, no. unfortunately not. No. It was awesome though, the experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in the UFC Apex. I was yep. doing the photo shoots. I was doing weigh-ins with GSP. Like that was so cool. Amazing, like right? Amazing. <laughs> that was cool, super cool guy, you know. Um, signing the poster. Signing the poster. The like yeah. I was on the card with the, some of the best grapplers in the world, you know, yep. and I was there because I belonged there, you know. Like exactly again, right. unfortunately the results didn't go the way I wanted. Um, you know, I, I, I took the match at a little bit of a heavier weight. Yeah. Um, but I didn't care. Like I knew what I was doing getting into it. So like you have that, like the next taste, like that's the way oh, I look yeah. at it. Like you had that experience yep. and you're like, okay. Oh, more, oh, exactly. more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. absolutely. So then you came back and you're on the fury. Yep. Uh, Matt, yep. Uh, that went the way. Yeah, that, that you, one. Yeah, I won that one. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Like to, to I go. slowed down the pace a little bit there. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of wanted to work a couple different things in that match. Um, I got the win. Um, didn't get a sub, but I got the win. I had a really good performance, honestly. Yep. Like, I felt great. Um, I did great. I threw up a couple different subs than people are used to seeing. So that was cool. That was yeah. something. People were like, wow, you don't just do arm bars? Like, mm -hmm. I was throwing up darses. I was yeah. throwing up knee bars. Like, people were like, what the heck? Yeah. Heel hook. And Which is like, good. Well, you know. You know other things at Armbars? <laughs> um, so that was a good win for me. Definitely a good way to end the year. Um, and now I got some other things coming up. So that's so. what, so let's, we're going to bring this in for, yeah, we're going to bring, uh, I call, I say Air Amanda, but it's what? Amanda Airlines. Amanda, we're going to bring Amanda Airlines in for a landing. So what is, uh, what's next? So next, um, I am going to do the ADCC Atlantic City Open, which is February 10th. That's just like a tournament. Okay. Um, and then from there, uh, me and Max both are competing um, in Grapple Fest in Liverpool. Um, in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And that's in March. March, March yeah. 2nd. Yeah. Okay. So we're flying out in the February because it's a big time change there. So we definitely got to get adjusted before we go out there and compete, of course. Yeah. So um, I'm on the main card. Um, there's some really, really big names mm -hmm. um, headlining. So that's going to be awesome to be yeah. on the main card with them. Wow. So I'm really excited for that. Very yeah. Very cool. Very cool. However, it pays off. Yeah. yeah. Like another it cliche, does. but. Yeah, but it's truth. You know, it's funny, like everyone in the beginning too, I, this, we might open another can of worms here, but like may have doubted you or, or told you like you can't make Still a do. living or a, mm -hmm. a life out of grappling. And it's literally just so not true. That's like you said earlier in the conversation that you had to figure your life out. But like realistically, do we ever figure it out? Like we're just always, it's still growing, still, still going. Yeah, right? like, for sure. I think like when we're figuring out, that just goes to show that we are growing. You mm -hmm. know, when mm -hmm. you're trying to figure things out, that just goes you're not comfortable. And that's mm -hmm. okay. Like I like when I'm not comfortable. When I'm not comfortable, I know I'm growing. I know I'm taking steps forward. I know I'm getting better. So like when I'm like, all right, I'm still figuring it out. Like I said, like I, I, I quit a career with benefits, yeah. pay, everything. Like I'm yeah. back to bartending. You know, I was in nursing school. I, I left law enforcement to go right back into nursing school. 
We didn't even touch on nursing. School. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this past, uh, I was going supposed to sign up again for fall semester in the summer. Yeah. And then like, I had that conversation yeah. with you, like something in my gut was telling me like, no, like take this semester off, take this semester mm -hmm. off. And then literally the month later in August is when I got reached out to about the fight pass invitational. Uh, yep. So I was like, oh my God, all right, see the stars are aligning. Yeah. Like this is meant sure. to happen. Everything's meant to happen. So um, I haven't went back yet. I'm still considering, but right now I'm just back to bartending. I teach kids class, I teach women's class, um, I teach privates. Um, so like I'm, I'm doing what I gotta do to make money. It's not the best financially, but like I'm grinding. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm used to grinding. I'm used to working I mean, like no, a dog. No stranger to yep. it. You know nope. what I mean? So if anything, yeah. you're both for it. It's you know like exactly. I said to Dr. Sean, it's like, that is the dream too. Like like yep. this part of your journey and your story is like, this is the dream. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're chasing. You're literally saying, writing the pages of your book. Yeah. Absolutely. You're writing the pages. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And yeah. you know, there's obviously some days where I'm like, oh my God, I don't have the benefits. I don't have the job. You know, I don't, but you know what? I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I get to do what I love. Like I look forward to training every day. Mm -hmm. I look forward to working out. I look forward to teaching kids and women. Like, oh my God, like when I leave teaching my kids class, I teach at Freedom Jiu-Jitsu in Woodstown, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. When I leave teaching that class, I am so happy. Like Max is like, oh, you're gonna be an amazing mom one day. Like <laughs> I love kids and they are so fun and they're so entertaining. Like even I'm um, teaching women, like mm -hmm. I teach women very beginner level um, Jiu-Jitsu and yep. just like even bring them into the door and then feeling comfortable enough with me to start Jiu-Jitsu in general. Like. I'm so grateful I can do that. You're so you're so well positioned for for even that. You're yeah. so well positioned because of your story yeah. and what you went through. Like well, you were the only woman walking into yeah. a gym at one time, too. Yep. They're there with other women as yep. well, but you know that feeling. Yeah, yeah. So you can help them navigate that. Yeah, and they don't. Yeah. And the thing is too, like they don't even know that about me. Like yeah. you know, but I'm, I'm glad I can make them feel that comfortable to mm -hmm. where like you know. And then when now that obviously things are starting to come to light in my life and people are starting to understand my story a little bit more, like you know, it's giving me good attention obviously, and they're feeling like wow, yes. like I really can relate to you. So like now they feel comfortable coming and talking to me, coming and asking me these questions, coming and learning from me, especially. Sure. So it's it's, it's going to maximize feeling. the impact yeah. that you have not not just on your own personal journey, but like in society side as a whole the amount of people that you can impact. that's what i want to do that's all i want like you already are i, You're doing I know it. that's You're all doing it. even like uh the ufc invitational commentary me walking up the steps what they said about me about me being such an amazing person and yeah. come overcoming you know hardship and stuff like them saying yeah. that about me like as i'm walking on the biggest stage in the world like yeah. i just was like wow like that, that's what i want to be known as that's yeah. what i want I, I i you know of course i want to be a Man, the airlines, tough little badass shit. Yeah, but like, yeah. I want to be, I'm more than just that, yeah. you know? And I want people to see that. I don't want to just be this little feisty, scrappy little <laughs> flying squirrel. Like, <laughs> I want to be somebody, I want people to be able to relate to me and know that like, I'm human too, yeah. you know? Like, they can see it and they feel it. That's why, you know, you say, oh, the stars are aligning the star. It's like, you, you are the star. Yeah, they're aligning around you as you as you move, you yeah. know, forward. The only direction you know forward yep. on your journey, they're aligning around you. So the things that are happening, you say I'm I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Yep. The things that are happening, like the way I look at it is, it is, it is the proof. You know, it is a a a huge book of proof is being written that you're where you need to be and that you're on the right track yeah you know you're also getting more, beautiful. more fulfillment out of life than freedom of purpose yeah. i mean well we only got one you know and oh, yeah. we're in the driver's seat 
of it. Yeah. So why not make it what we want? You yeah. know, and life's too short. And I've been through too much hard shit and things that like I'm not, not I'm not stopping here. There's yeah. a lot more yeah. for me and. I, I'm, I'm still young. Like I keep telling myself, I'm old. But like people are like, yo, you're not old. So I'm like, you nah. know what? Like, life's what you make of it. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna make something of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't wait to read the book. Oh yeah, <laughs> it'll come like, one day. Literally, like all of this. <laughs> yeah. You, you already could write a book, and it would be great. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see in ten years the the back chapters yeah. uh, of, of I said that, that since I was young amazing. too which is weird like I said that since I was young like, I'm gonna write a book one day and like I'm still I think like, you're speaking I think you're speaking all of this into existence so yeah. keep it up yeah keep it up definitely for sure for sure well I, like I said we're, we're we're bringing this in for a landing we could go on for for hours probably we are absolutely honored to have you in the few have you representing the few not just our community, but in society, not just in the community, but in society. And we mean that from the bottom of our hearts. So thank awesome. you for coming through today and doing the Fuel Hunt show. Very first guest. Thank you, guys. Amazing. Thank it's you. absolutely amazing. So excited. Um, you want to sign off? I, I, I'm no, Amanda. I'm I want to manage. I don't know if Amanda knows the sign off. I don't though. know That's the sign off yet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> what, let, hit me with the excuses thing it, real quick, though. Excuses are tools of the incompetent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to sign us off. Yeah. Always remember, choose hard work over handouts. Choose effort over entitlement. No one owns you, no one owes you. You're one of the few. Let's hunt.